Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Big firstly, mate, how are you and uh, whereabouts are you today? Uh, hey, Toby. I'm, uh, good, good morning or well, good afternoon to you it is now. I'm, I'm back yep. in New Zealand after six days on the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, busy time. The sales are really busy and it was a big, big sale. There were 1,400 horses, so a lot to get around, but a very successful sale for us. We purchased four and three of them were on the shortlist before we even landed. So, yeah, when you get the horses you intend going after, particularly with the gallopers, because you know, that's, that's so hard to get vetted correctly for the endoscopes and, and, and for the x-rays. If you get yeah. the ones you wanted... Uh, and they look the way you want them in real life, um, as opposed to the videos. You're very successful sales. So learned a lot over there, and now we're back in, in the middle of a pretty crazy time between news about a cooter coming out this morning. Obviously, it's Ballarat Cup on Saturday night. Um, New Zealand Gallops is about to go through its busiest period probably in two decades over the next two weeks. And there seems to be very few quiet hours in the day, Toby. Yeah, it does. I've just, uh, I text Ryan Duffy as Serge Blanco has just come out of the Ballarat Pacing Cup and just to make sure or hoping it wasn't anything serious. And he said, it isn't serious. It's just a virus. So uh, Serge Blanco comes out of the Ballarat Cup with a virus and Akuta's out of the Hunter Cup running, Mick. Yeah, really disappointing. I think mm. yeah, there's been so much chat about how much we would love Trans-Tasman Harness Racing to come back to, to what it was and what we hope to be in the future. Akuta was part of that puzzle. Um, had a track work accident yesterday morning. So he threw a shoe, and as a horse will do often when they're throwing a shoe, it stumbled, and his rear leg came through and basically chopped down on himself. Yeah, okay. He didn't break the skin, but uh, he hit the tendon pretty hard at a decent speed, and that swollen up. He's out of Australia. Um, they'll rescan him in two weeks when all the swelling and fluid dis- dissipates. And then they'll know whether he's a factor for the race by grooms of the defence of the Auckland Cup. So he's out of the picture for now. Um, don't stop dreaming his stable mate will still come. It yeah. will change his plans because he was originally going to go to Bonanza on February the 3rd, the mega meeting. Yeah. He will instead go to the Hunter Cup. So he'll go to the Hunter Cup, and Mark will drive him in the Hunter Cup at this stage. Yeah. So don't stop dreaming. Goes Casey Classic into the Hunter Cup, and that means he'll need to head to Sydney earlier to try and qualify via Sydney for the Chariots of Fire on March 2nd, which in which he'll meet Merlin, because Merlin, speaking to their team this morning, he's going to race twice in New Zealand and then head there as well. So... Um, disappointing Akuta out, change of plans, don't stop dreaming, and Merlin will be awaiting him in Sydney after the Hunter Cup. Surely don't stop dreaming is an automatic entry into a Chariots of Fire, or is there is there more no, to that? No, there's qualifying races. You have to start in one of the two qualifying races, I think. Uh, what is it, Mark was told? 
and into the bonanza, not, not having a horse eligible. <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, so, so that's usually they had the two qualifiers plus the bonanza. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, so long story short, he thinks he has to go there for a qualifying race. You would want to go there anyway. Yeah, and it's, give him a run, yeah, yeah and see the yeah, track. Yeah. T- terribly difficult place to go fresh up. Um, with that early lung burn is uh, is my angle. I, I advise all trainers I talk to to go there. Just go there, give them a look at it because so many horses, their brains can't keep up with how fast their feet are going and their lungs absolutely can't. Open all four-year-old paces that qualified from the following races. The Hondo Grattan on the 10th of February, the Paleface Etios Stakes on the 24th of February and the four-year-old Bonanza in Victoria on the 3rd of February. Yeah. Only the winner will be invited from the four-year-old Bonanza and must accept in riding no later than 9am Monday. Uh, horses which have qualified from the Hondo Grattan uh, or the winner of the four-year-old Bonanza cannot nominate for the Paleface Adios Stakes. The balance of field will be selected from the finishing positions in the Paleface Adios and the Hondo Grattan. So he certainly does have to race up there before he gets into the chariots. Well, and it's not a disaster for him because, mm. of course, Catcher Wave did that last year. He raced in a qualifier and fourth and then went on to beat Captain Ravishing in the chariots and then went to Miracle Mile. But the difference is he contested the sprint series, the 1,200-metre series, yeah. out of Melton, um, which is a better lead-up to mile racing at Menangle than uh, Don't Stop Dreaming is going to go 27.60 mobile, which is effectively 3,000 metres, and then head home. Oh, sorry, then head to Sydney. So... Yeah, it, it's a sticky one. It, it, it's a really tricky one. It's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. But look, I suppose it'd be tricky to be there and not have a Hunter Cup horse because it, it's semi the same ownership, semi. So it'd be tricky to be there and not have a Hunter Cup horse and, um, and yeah, <laughs> then watch the Hunter Cup go round and be won by a 50 to 1 chance. So that's the plan for him. I spoke to Mark Oscar Bonavina now, as we've expected for a while, definitely ruled out. So he's absolutely not going to Victoria. Trot, and we, trot slot? Uh, yeah, they'll go around in South Island for a little bit first, and then they'll go to the trot slot race. Um, yeah, surprise, there's been no announcements about the trot slot. I was suggesting on the show last week we would have an announcement. It will still be coming. But, yes, no announcement yet on the trot slot race over anybody, any new invitees, shall we say. Yeah, okay. I had Andy Gath on on Tuesday, and he mentioned he was interested in the race by Grins with a horse called Catch a Wave, and Majestuoso isn't that far off returning either. So potential there for a two-pronged attack from Andy Gath over to New Zealand for the race by Grins and the trot slot, which is exciting. Well, bizarrely, there may be one new slot available, of course. Um, if Akuta doesn't go his connections have the option to put Don't Stop Dreaming into that slot, but maybe they won't if he has a really busy time. So, look, a catch away will get an invite. Absolute certainty someone will want to do business with them, yeah. particularly with his gate speed, because Cambridge race is very small. It's a track, as we saw last year with Copy, that some tracks race big and some tracks race small, even though they're the same size, and Cambridge race is small. You, you have a horse like him where you can really let loose out of the gate. Um, he'd be awfully hard to catch around there. So yep, I, I would absolutely, because people ring me all the time about these slots and say, what would you do with X, Y, and Z? Hmm. And he's a horse, I would absolutely say, yes, yeah. you would do that. So it's amazing It's amazing how many people ring you and say, can you have a look at my offer? This is what I've got. And, and you have to do it in good faith. You have to be completely yeah, yeah. honest to people. There's no agendas for anybody. And you say, mate, I would do this, or I would do that. That's happened the last couple of years, and it, and it's remarkable how they've changed. 
the offers when originally the Everest came out was pretty much 50-50. We take half the money, blah, blah, blah. You get half or whatever. Now the good horses, you know, have far more bargaining power. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes up to 60%. There was a horse in the Everest who was, was on far bigger percentage for the owners because the corporate can afford to use it as a marketing ploy. Say I own a casino, I can go get leap to fame and put them in and say, we'll give you 75% of the stake. We're just using you as a equine billboard. So this definitely changed um, in saying that harness racing probably less. I think most of the, uh, if it's a private owner, look, if I buy a slot, well, then I'm going to want 50-50. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You, know, you can maybe move a little bit more. But it's a very interesting thing to be behind the scenes on. And again, I, I don't use it as any influence to anybody. I don't try and make any, obviously I don't make a cent out of it. You just tell everybody the truth because if you don't, you just end up being a dick. The, the trot slot that All-Stars Racing have, they wouldn't be tempted to run high energy over Oscar Bonavina. Uh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar will be in that slot. That, yep. that, that's double the end of that. Bolt for Brilliance, the good news this week, he had the head operation on the contracted um, Pizotis. So Bolt for Brilliance, mm. uh, confident, will be back up and racing because that's not a particularly big operation. That just lays at the top of it off. Um, and so then Bolt for Brilliance will probably take his slot. Muscle Mountain will take his slot. Uh, as I said, I'm absolutely certain that um, uh, Just Believe gets a slot. Uh, and then you, st- then you start talking about Yevidan Farms and, and all those sort of people, what they do with their slots, which we discussed last week. So, yeah, I, I think both the, the day is shape or the night, shaping up remarkably well. And if you've got Catch a Wave, beautiful. If you've got Catch a Wave and Leap to Faith, fantastic. And you've got to say to yourself, if you're an Australian trainer, is there a horse in New Zealand you'd be scared of? Another cooter? You say, why wouldn't you go? It's a million dollars. It's richer than any race in Australia apart from the Nullarbor, which I don't think most people want to go to, and it's comparable to Miracle Mile. But ironically, it's a, it's a race which suits Australian horses better than New Zealand horses. 2,200 metres around Cambridge is a massive gate speed race. And uh, that's one thing Australian racing has always done better than New Zealand race. Yeah, that. That trot race, it could be Just Believe, Queen Elida, maybe a Majestuoso, Bolt for Brilliance, Muscle Mountain, Oscar Bonavina, potentially Call Me the Breeze or I'm Ready Jet, and then you don't know, it might be a Love Me Too or something, Mick, that fills in an eighth slot. Those eight spots will are filling up really quickly, even though only one of them has been announced. <laughs> well, and, and, and it could be one of the strongest spotting fields in Australasia since... I would say I would say there would have been two or three comparable to that in the last thirty years. Yeah, one would be the nineteen ninety five Inter Dominion Trotting Final. Um, I think it was ninety seven. I think when prior to Petit won in Adelaide, it could have been ninety six. I think it was ninety seven. That was one of the great fields of all time. Uh, and since then, we've had a we've had a series of great trotters, but very really have they raced each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Take a moment, race Laurel Creek occasionally, but more or less Laurel Creek was on its own. Then Take a Moment was on his own. Um, you've had horses like Sunborn's Gift who didn't race the other great horses very often. Keystone Dell was a really good horse, but he didn't race great horses very often. Laku Garacha was only so fleetingly on the scene. Um, and then you had Ike and Dooza who raced them very, really. So bizarrely, we've had our trotters almost spread out with Tornado Valley being the other one, where they've had their own little two-year period of dominance. But we haven't had great, great trotting clash fields. And we had a little bit of it in New Zealand with Sunday Sun, Muscle Mountain and Bolt for Brilliance, but it lasted like one year. 
whereas that one could be comparable with that 1995, I think it's 97, but it, I'm getting old, so I kind of it, it, it was, it was, it was. Oh, there you go. Maybe not as old as I thought it was. Well, that was one of the great fields of all time. Um, I think it was, I think, Pride of a Teat, um, Ding, Night, Pistol, Night Pistol was there. I would say uh, Hold On My Heart was Fourth there. Fourth from America, yeah. I would, I would think Diamond Field might have been in that field. Sixth. But, um, look, that'll do me for now. I don't, I don't want to embarrass myself Wagon, Wagon Apollo second. Wagon Apollo. Sparky was there. Yep, I, spark, I actually drove Sparky once. Kaivelli um, Prince, who probably gets forgotten a little bit, but he was a star. He was he ran fifth. Inder Bank was in it. Homer Hawk. There was just oh geez, it was a good race. It was, it was it was one of the greatest harness races I've ever seen. It's a race when you watch it. If you're if you're listening to this and you've never seen it, Google Try to Petite Inter Dominion Final, nineteen ninety seven. Trust me, it won't disappoint you. It's one of the few harness races I've ever seen. I've seen one galloping race like it too, when Bone Crusher beat Atalak in the Australian Cup. And you'll watch it, and you go, well, no, that horse didn't win. <laughs> and it's been 26 years, clearly it won. But you watch it and go, first of all, there's no chance this can win. And secondly, when it wins, you go, well, it didn't get up. And same as when Bone Crusher beat Atalak in, the, in the, the Australian Cup. You watch it five times, and you go, there's no chance Bone Crusher won that. And he did. And, and it was such an amazing race, because Mark Purden four days before the race got off because he said, oh, I can't well, I can't win from there. Not the Globe Derby, not off 40 metres or whatever it was. 40, well, I, yeah. can't win. I can't win from there. So he said to Tony Hurley, hey, you can drive it. Hurley said, well, thanks for that. <laughs> and it is one of the more remarkable things you've ever seen. So if you get bought over a coffee later, pride of a teeth into the Minion final, uh, have a watch. And just a little stat for those who like a stat for the day. Pride of Petit was a genuine champion, qualified for the Elite Lop final. So yeah. she qualified for the Elite Lop final, which just about no other horse in Australasia has ever done, raced 23 times at Addington and never won a race. Wow. I didn't know that stat. 23 times at Addington, she never won one. Yeah, well, in- interesting you say that that trot stop might be the best race since 1997. I've been calling it the race of the decade, and we only know one horse in the race at this stage, and that's Queen Elida. Yeah, I can't wait for it, Mick. I'm really excited about it. Are, and, are you going to be coming over, Toby? Are you going to get get on get in your pedal boat and I am. make a run for it? I am. Yeah. Uh, it's all getting organised as we speak, so I'm going to come over, I think, on the Saturday night prior and have a bit of a look around in New Zealand again. And, and yeah, that Friday night, I, I just think that will be... It's all shaping. If leap to fame, catch a wave, etc., in in the race by greens, that is shaping as the best race meeting uh, in Australasia in as probably since the year two thousand. If, if that's the way well, it's shaping, and you can also have Grimson there with God knows what, oh, well, and of course Merlin <laughs> could be there. Merlin could be there, yeah. Um, because don't stop dreaming, well, his people own a slot, so it's also it's also a battle of the mega slot holders like Merlin's people, Labrooks, which are now Entame, which is now the New Zealand TAB, own their own slot. Um, so Merlin could have a slot. Don't stop dreaming could have a slot. So it, it could be, as I said, we, 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 let's not get carried away. We saw a cooter drop out of the picture. Yeah, this I morning. know, I know. But, but I, I, th- I think it's a race meeting that the Miracle Mile lacks a great trot. Hunter Cup Night has a great trotting event in the Great South. Now Star. it does, so yeah. It, it, there's legitimately some things to look forward to now which aren't going to need hype. They'll, they'll paint their own pictures. But I'm glad you're coming across. I find whenever I go to a different country, which... I tend to do a lot. You definitely learn one thing per trip, and um, the more trips you do, the more things you learn.
Yeah, very good. Mick, Mick, thank you so much, mate. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. We'll get clear a commitment here. Thank you again. Cheers. There's Mick Guerin from Across the Ditch.